Hi, I'm Chelsea, the Christian Nutritionist. Welcome to the Christian Health Club podcast. We are here to fire you up in spirit, mind, and body so that you can get out into the world and be everything God created you to be. Welcome to the club. Here we go. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the club. How are you today? I have to tell you, I am doing so much better than I was just a few weeks ago because I am now done with my nutritional blood chemistry class, the blood of humans. It is wrapped up and complete. And I have to tell you, I'm pretty relieved about that. So I am now a level three restorative wellness practitioner. Level one was mastering the art and science of gastrointestinal healing. Level two was mastering the art and science of optimizing hormones. Level three was mastering the art and science of nutritional blood chemistry, the blood of humans. And I tell you, each time I take one of those classes, one of these advanced courses, um, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so hard. I don't know if I can do this. And each one feels harder than the one before. But this one, <laughs> I mean, really, in the middle of it, I was like, God, are you punking me? I mean, <laughs> seriously, I don't know if I'm going to make it through this one. I don't know if my brain can take this. One thing is, is that it's a lot of material, a lot of material. It's very fast paced. Um, it's packed in a, you know, a fairly short amount of time and um, which makes it challenging. You know, and we're, when we, when I did the gastro class, I mean, that's focused on the gut, you know, and we also did the food sensitivity testing and learned all that. Um, and with optimizing hormones, I mean, hormones are complicated. I'm not going to even pretend that was easy. That class was easy at all. It kind of, you know, blew my brain out of my ear as well. Um, but with nutritional blood chemistry, we're looking at so many systems in the body, so many different systems, and trying to look at the, at the blood labs and pull different markers to to form patterns to give you a give you an idea it's looking at it in a very different way um, than I've ever heard of or or even known was possible in conventional medicine so um, it just because we were you know dealing with so many different body systems it the information was just it was a harder to wrap my mind around it um, but I have to say that um, I made it through my final. Um, I took my final a couple weeks ago. It took me nine and a half hours. And I was spent after that um, and very stressed out, but I did very well. Um, actually, I did better on this final than I've done on my other ones. And so I was just so relieved. But one reason, one reason I wanted to share this is because that whole week of my finals, I was stressed out, but I, I couldn't, my, my gut was a wreck. My gut was an absolute wreck. My food 
felt like it was just sitting in my gut. I was bloated. I couldn't poop. I was so constipated. And while I was in the middle of it, I mean, I was thinking, I'm like, what am I eating? What is, you know, what's wrong with my food? Or do I need more stomach acid? Or, you know, do I have to go back to taking digestive enzymes? Like I was thinking about all these things, but I wasn't thinking about the stress. Duh. And um, I wanted to share that with you because, you know, I know this and I I wasn't thinking about it. And so you have to keep in mind how much stress can impact the health of your body. You know, in this case, the digestive system, it can really impede the way your body digests. And so um, we need to keep that in mind always, you know, that stress is always a factor in our health and can compromise our body's ability to function at an optimal level. Okay, that's why we're always talking about, you know, managing your stress. Okay, but um, but yes, I'm done with it and I'm so happy. And the reason I wanted to talk about bile today, I don't know if you know what bile is, but you're going to learn about it. And sometimes I'm kind of hesitant to do a show like this. I'm like, do they want to know about this? <laughs> Are they going to be bored um, talking about bile? But here's the reason I wanted to talk about it today is because among all the classes I've taken, um, whether it was the very first um, training to become a nutritional therapist through NTA, bile was a key, a key um, topic, a key factor in health, something that was really integral to learning about the overhealth of the body. You know, in the gastrointestinal advanced class I took, bile is important. In optimizing hormones, bile is important. And then, of course, here in nutritional blood chemistry, we are looking for signs that um, bile flow might be off. And so across the board, bile is important. And that's because bile is key to your body's ability to break down fats and to remove toxins from your body. So we can't have a real conversation about detoxification, fat metabolism, and good long-term health without understanding bile and the way that it works in your body. And I want to start with this quote that I took from the book Eat Fat, Lose Weight by Anne Louise Gittleman. She's a pretty uh, well-known and famous nutritionist, and um, I like this book of hers. She is a big fan, big fan of bile. And here is what she says. There is already a 75% bile deficiency by the time allergies, arthritis, and inflammation in joints and muscles develop. By the time cancer or chronic illness is diagnosed, a whopping 90% deficit has already occurred. Wow. That quote got my attention when I read the book, and I hope that it gets your attention as well. Those are just a few of the things that can go wrong in the body when there is insufficient lack of bile flow. And the reason that I named this podcast The Bile Doxology is because my brain is weird. No, there, there's a, uh, we sing this doxology every week in church. And a doxology is a short hymn or praise, okay, to God. And so there's one that we sing every week in the Episcopal Church. And it goes like this. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him all creatures here below. Praise him above ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. 
Amen. Okay. Now, again, my brain is weird because what do I think of? I'm, I'm hearing about blessings flow. And when I was in the thick of learning about bile, what came to my head was, praise God from whom all bile flows. Praise him. That's it's how toxins go. Praise him. It's how we break down fat. Praise him. Our body works just like that. Amen. <laughs> oh my gosh. I apologize for my singing and I apologize if that gets stuck in your head, but it's catchy, right? It's catchy and it en encapsulates the major things that bile does, which is help us get rid of toxins and break down fat. Okay, so let's dive on in here. What is bile? I mean, here we are talking about it. What is it? It is a substance that helps your body break down fat into small particles so that your intestines can absorb them. Part of that includes helping your body break down fat-soluble vitamins, vitamins A, D, E, and K. And so if you want your body to be able to break down, mobilize, and y'all, we want our fat to mobilize, right? We don't want it to just sit there and collect and accumulate. We want it to mobilize and we want to be able to utilize dietary fats and allow the body to assimilate those fat soluble vitamins. You must have good bile flow for that. Bile is produced by your liver and stored in your gallbladder. So for those of you who do not have a gallbladder, this can present a problema because you're missing your storage tank. Sadly, the gallbladder is one of those, you know, considered like an accessory organ that doctors are quick to remove because it's not quote unquote vital. I mean, you can live without it, but can you have optimal health without it? Gallbladder removal is one of the most common surgeries done in the US. But I would argue that God put it there for a reason. It has an important job and removing it doesn't actually get to the root cause of why it became a problem in the first place. Quite often that's gallstones. But when you remove the gallbladder, it can lead to other problems like compromised detoxification and nutritional deficiencies. But you don't hear much about that. We will talk about this more along the way as we go on today. But for sure, all of you without a gallbladder or know someone without a gallbladder, it's important to know this information and support your body. So bile is made of water, it's mostly water, lecithin, cholesterol, and bilirubin. And actually bile helps the body get rid of cholesterol, which helps prevent high cholesterol. But here's the thing, if you consume hydrogenated or rancid oils, like those inflammatory oils we're always talking about here, it can cause bile to be thick or sludgy. And girl, you don't want thick and sludgy bile. Okay, because that's what can lead, lead to crystallized stones to develop inside the gallbladder. So healthy fats help make nice flowing bile and unhealthy fats cause sludgy bile. I would venture to say that all of those years that we were told to eat a low fat diet and to eat quote unquote hard healthy vegetable oils are two big reasons that there has been such an increase in gallstones and gallbladder removal surgery. 
you need to eat healthy fat to make healthy bile. And when you eat fat in your diet, bile is released from the gallbladder to help properly break it down. Without bile, the fat goes undigested, resulting in fatty stools and poor absorption of fatty acids and the fat-soluble vitamins. When you don't have a gallbladder, your liver still makes bile, but it drips straight into your small intestine, which can be irritating to the body. But also, you lack the benefit and wisdom of the gallbladder as the intermediary to release bile in the right quantity and at the right time. So there's like this mismatch happening. You know, when you eat fat, you don't have the reliable release of bile as you would if you had your gallbladder. This is why a lot of people without a gallbladder don't digest certain fats well and why it can be incredibly helpful to use a bile supplement like bile salts when you eat because it can help mimic your body's natural output of bile so that you can maximize the fat breakdown process and help assure that your fat soluble vitamins are being absorbed. Taking ox bile has been a game changer for many of my clients. And I wish more doctors would suggest and introduce it as an option to their patients who have had their gallbladder removed. Um, for that, I like Biotics Beta Plus for those without a gallbladder. And if you, I will link, um, well, first of all, have you downloaded my, my master wellness and supplement list? Because all of these supplements that I talk about on the podcast are there all in one place. I update it regularly with um, my favorite supplements and what I'm using and that kind of thing. And so if you haven't downloaded that, you can go to my website, thechristiannutritionist.com and right there on the front page, um, you can, you might have to scroll down just a, just a hair and there will be a place for you to download that list. Okay. All right. So in addition to breaking down and mobilizing the fat that you eat, Bile is also one of the primary roots of toxin elimination. So when we were studying this at NTA, we talked about it as the river of toxins, you know, where things like metabolic waste and excess hormones and other things your liver is dumping in there, collect, flow, and get flushed out through the colon, out of your poop. By the way, if you don't have good free-flowing bile, you will be constipated. In fact, it's one of the signs that you likely need bile support if you are constipated. And if you're not pooping daily, all that waste sits in your intestines too long and gets reabsorbed into your body, making you more toxic and potentially getting stuck in your lymph system, your bloodstream, your joints and other tissues. Okay, so we need good bile flow and we need to poop to get all those toxins out. And also it includes excess hormones, right? that can, um, can escape the body. So um, that's why bile is important when we're talking about hormones, because that's how the excess hormones are detoxified from your body. And so if that's not happening, you know, you might be estrogen dominant because you don't have adequate bile flow and can't poop them out. Poop it out, the excess estrogen, you know, and maybe that's why you have more hot flashes and night sweats and migraines. So we have to consider all these pieces of the puzzle. Let's talk about some common symptoms you might experience if your body is not properly digesting fats, which could be a bile flow problem. I will remind you that I'm not a doctor. 
<laughs> I'm not diagnosing here, but these are some of the things I look at from a functional nutrition perspective. And if you've taken the nutritional assessment questionnaire, some of these signs and symptoms will be familiar to you because they're, they're questions that you would have encountered um, when you take that, what we call the NAC. And in fact, members of the Christian Health Club, we will be taking nutritional assessments in the early part of April. Okay, so you will see some of these questions. So I kind of did a hybrid here of questions from the NAC uh, and also from Anne Louise Gittleman's book that I was talking about, Eat Fat, Lose Weight. Okay, queasiness or feeling yucky after you eat a meal with a lot of fat. And that could indicate impaired bile flow and compromised ability to digest fats. Tan or light colored stools. That can be an indication of biliary insufficiency um, because bile is a part of what darkens the stool, actually. Nausea. Actually, motion sickness or any kind of nausea, um, including morning sickness, can indicate sluggish bile. Okay, and again, this is because the bile is pr the primary exit route for toxins from the liver. And when it's not flowing freely, those toxins can build up and lead to feelings of nausea. And that situation is exacerbated during pregnancy, you know, with a huge increase in hormones, which add to the liver's burden and increase that toxic buildup. Okay, but um, definitely could, not enough bile could be contributing to that. Dry skin or hair. Okay, because that could be a lack of essential fatty acids. Again, you have to have enough bile, be able to break down your fat to be able to assimilate fatty acids, including essential fatty acids, the fat-soluble vitamins. Um, already mentioned constipation as a sign um, that there could be inadequate bile um, because one of the functions of bile is to stimulate peristalsis. A constant feeling of fullness. So when that food feel like it feels like it's just kind of sitting in your, your gut, bile could be part of that. That could also be, you know, the need for digestive enzymes or increased stomach acid. But we have to look at all of these things um, and we look at them in context. Inability to lose weight. Again, you know, if you are can't break down your fat, you can't mobilize your fat well, if you can't get the right nutrition for your cells to work properly, the right fatty acids, if you are harboring a lot of toxins because they can't flow out of your body, I mean, a lot of, you know, could be a lot of things contributing to that. Um, pain under the right rib cage could be a sign um, as reflective pain from the gallbladder. Um, hemorrhoids, that's really associated with congested liver, but we, we always have to look at um, tox the toxic load and, you know, and think about our river of toxins, right? Varicose veins can be pressure from constipation due to thickened bile. Pain between the shoulder blades can be reflective pain from gallbladder. Um, bloating or gas, again, going back to that inability to digest well, digest fats. Headache over the eyes. The gallbladder meridian passes over that region. A bitter taste in mouth after meals can be a sign of bile regurgitation. History of prescription or recreational drug use, that would require a need for more liver and gallbladder support in general. Okay, we, we asked that on the on the NAC just to kind of collect more evidence about what your the history of your body, uh, what might be going on in there. A sensitivity to chemicals, 
easily intoxicated. Um, if you're drinking and you feel like you are getting a little more drunk too quickly than you should be or you used to be, that can be a need for more liver and gallbladder support. You know, whenever we're talking about the gallbladder and bile, we're always lumping the liver into it, you know, because it's they're so closely tied um, and work together. Uh, fibromyalgia can be a sign of liver and gallbladder overload. And if you have um, hypothyroidism, you know, bile helps convert thyroid hormone into its active state. So we want to consider that as well. So those are a lot of signs that your body could be under biliary distress. Now, if I were looking at results from a blood panel, some of the markers I would be considering when it comes to liver gallbladder function are ALT, GGT, alkaline phosphatate, and LDH. Okay, sorry, I got to share some of my new knowledge up in here. <laughs> but those are those are some of the markers I would look at and try to see if part of um, the nutritional issue could be lack of bile flow. What can we do about that? This is why I love functional nutrition and nutritional therapy, because we can just learn so much when we pay attention to the what the body is trying to tell us. Okay, and symptoms like these, like the ones I just read you, and the ones that are listed um, when I give somebody the NAC, the nutritional assessment questionnaire, um, these signs and symptoms are the way the body communicates with you. you know, your body can't speak to you in English, but it can speak to you in these, in these health, health issues. You know, to, to communicate that something is off. Um, and so when, when I get back the results from a NAC, when somebody has filled that out, and again, if you've filled one out for me before, you will be aware that we give a graph back to you and it, it shows um, kind of the level of burden. There's kind of three levels of burden on the body um, to kind of Determine how intensely you're experiencing certain symptoms and whether you are at a low level of burden in the body, a moderate level, or a high level. And so, you know, whether, so if any of those symptoms I just described, if they're kind of just bothering you a little bit or, you know, somewhat persistent or really, really a problem for you, I like to describe it as if, if you're at a low level, it's kind of your body's way of communicating and saying, hey, girl, some things are not right here. You might want to pay attention to. At a moderate level, it's like your body is a stern parent pointing her finger at you and saying, listen up, there are some things we've got to change. And by the time you're at a high level of burden, your body is like slapping you upside the head. And you know it because you're feeling off, you know, at best, sick and diseased at worst. What we want to do is catch these signs and symptoms before your body is screaming at you. You know, we want to head them off, cut them off at the pass with diet and lifestyle changes, and if need be, supplemental support. And that's just really the superstar of nutritional therapy. Um, but when it comes to optimizing bile flow, we would definitely want to make sure you're eating healthy fat, like I said, not inflammatory fat. Well, really, the first thing we want to do is make sure you're eating enough fat, because if you are still in fear of fat, thinking eating fat makes you fat, because you are a victim of the 80s and 90s government recommendations <laughs> to avoid fat, we have to overcome that hump. Okay, because when you eat a low fat or non fat diet, you increase your risk of poor gallbladder function and bile flow, which can lead to detrimental cascading health problems. You know, fortunately, the governing bodies have come around on this, um, you know, less fearful of fat. But listen, let's just not take our health advice from the government. Okay, 
They're more concerned with lobbies and money, like the edible oil lobby who pushes them to say that vegetable oils are healthy. Well, let's take health advice from our creator who put wonderful healthy fat in nature for us to consume. Fats like coconut oil, olive oil, avocados, nuts, seeds, fat that naturally occurs in dairy and other animal sourced foods. God did not make these foods fat free. They are there, created that way for a reason. You know, remember that we find fat soluble vitamins like A, D, E, and K naturally packaged with fat in nature. They are fat soluble vitamins. That's how God made it. When you buy foods fat free that are supposed to come with fat, you are tampering or you are buying something that has been tampered with from the way God made it. You know, and these Johnny come lately vegetable oils do not stimulate the gallbladder to release bile as effectively as the OG fats, the original gangsta, the old school fats found in nature. Also foods that help specifically stimulate bile production and flow are beets, artichokes, lemon and lime, milk thistle, ginger, and dandelion root. You know, you could drink a nice milk thistle or um, dandelion tea or ginger tea. Squeeze your lime, your lemon, and your water. You know, throw a little salt in there. Remember, salty lemon water. It's delicious. Um, and so as far as supplemental support, um, I mentioned a little earlier that I like Beta Plus um, for those without a gallbladder. And for those without a gallbladder, I would say, well... Most people that I work with, there are a few that have found it's, you know, they didn't notice a difference, but I would say 90% of people that incorporate a uh, bile support when they eat notice a huge difference in the way that they feel, okay? Um, but there are different ones that we would use for somebody with a gallbladder and without a gallbladder. So if you just need, if you have your gallbladder and you just need some bile support, um, I also like beta TCP from Biotics. I like the Advanced Tuca from Cellcore. It's a great formula that has the added bonus of bioactive carbons, which enhance the overall efficacy of the bile acids. Um, again, you can find this info and in the link on my master wellness and supplement list, um, all the links to these and the information on that list. So definitely get that, put it together for you, my friend. Um, before we go, I just want to circle back to where we started today. I, I want to reread you that, that quote from Anne Louise Gittleman, because again, I think it's so shocking and telling. And now that you have a little context on bile, it might hit you even harder. She said, there is already a 75% bile deficiency by the time allergies, arthritis, and inflammation in joints and muscles develop. By the time cancer or chronic illness is diagnosed, a whopping 90% deficit has already occurred. Okay, I hope what you take away today is that bile is your BF when it comes to detox and fat metabolism. Praise God from whom all bile flows. Praise him that's how toxins go. Praise him it's how we break down fat. Praise him our body works just like that. All right, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a healthy and blessed week, and I will talk to you soon.
friends remember that my mom is an awesome nutritionist, but she's not a doctor. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Always talk to your doctor before making changes to your nutrition or exercise program. Thanks for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week.